Well, hello once again, everyone. Alexis Brooks here from Higher Journeys, back with another episode of Conscious Commentary. I am so excited. Just a little uh, preface before we get started with today's uh, Conscious Commentary. So excited that we're in the first week of summer. And uh, I just came back from sitting in my garden, enjoying the bounty of flowers. Uh, Mother Nature has been good to us on our little plot of land this season. (laughs) We're getting quite a bit of... um, beauty with uh, the blooms coming in quick succession. have a lot of perennials in the garden and uh, uh, some a- plenty of annuals as well. But nonetheless, we've been getting a lot of rain and a good balance of uh, rain and sun. So um, it's just been prolific. Just been prolific. Well, speaking of prolific, <laughs> I'll use that for a little segue. I want to talk about or I should say profound. That's probably a little bit better than uh prolific in this case, profound experiences. I think sitting in nature is profound. But there are other forms of experiencing the wonders of reality. And one of those, which those of you who uh, tune in regularly, in fact, to higher journeys may be aware that we cover what is called the contact phenomenon those who have had experiences with non-human intelligence. It used to be called abduction. I think there are a lot of people sort of leaning away from using that term because of how they feel about the experience. When you think of abduction, you think of being taken um, uh, not of your own choice, being forced and and perhaps kidnapped. And okay, well, and maybe some of the reported cases of um being with the beings, and we're going to get to a book that's uh, that goes by that name. Uh, it 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 feels that way, or it's described as being taken, um, uh, not of your free will, of course. But what we're going to be talking about today are those who have had experiences of, yes, I'm going to say it again, contact with non-human intelligence. I, many of you know tend to veer away from the more traditional labels like alien encounters and ET, etc. Because I happen to think it is so much bigger. I'm sure, in fact, that it's so much bigger and so much broader, such that no one name could encompass the the magnitude and the scope of what this is. So I like to use the term non-human intelligence or for acronym lovers, NHI. So I want to talk about that. I want to touch on that briefly, but I, rather than just talk about that, um, and I'm not going to really get into specific contact encounters, I want to just kind of philosophize a little bit about that, what that experience I'm hearing from so many that feel that they have had them are leaving the individual with as compared to what we call spiritual awakenings, spiritual awakenings or awakening, I guess you could say plural too. Something that I feel very strongly, I have a sneaking suspicion that they're happening more and more to individuals. I'm going to be talking about this uh, a great deal more. I'm going to be writing about this. I have a, a sense that it's a topic that has not exhausted itself yet because many people and many more people from all walks of life, are having them. I'm one of them, by the way. 
haven't talked about it too much, but I'm going to, I'm going to start getting into it. It's time, I think, to come out of the closet, <laughs> the spiritual closet. I chuckle because I'm, I'm using, you know, kind of quippy words, but uh, I, I have talked about it, about a profound experience that I had back in 2005 that, needless to say, opened my mind to a myriad of uh, dimensions of life and reality at all. But today is not about me telling my story. As a matter of fact, I have talked about this publicly for the first time in great depth uh, with uh, Alfred Lambermont Weber. Many of you, I'm sure, know that name. He, he leads a great uh, video podcast over on YouTube. And uh, you can go over there and, and look me up and you'll uh, you'll get to hear all about that. But as I said, I'll be talking about that a little bit more down the road because I really would like to delve into the subject of the import of spiritual awakening. What is it? Why is it? Who's having them? But today, what I really want to talk to y'all about is, are there common threads that exist between those who claim, and I'm going to use the word claim, who feel themselves to have had and are having, we'll call it ET contact or non-human contact, and spiritual awakening? Is there a connection? Um, my interview, my most recent interview, uh, as I, I believe I mentioned with Miguel Mendoza, who is the author of several great volumes, uh, beginning with Meet the Hybrids, We Are the Disclosure, in vo- volumes one and two, We Are the Disclosure of which yours truly is featured in volume one, having been interviewed for his book. And then finally, Being with the Beings, of which I interviewed him based on that book. Taking all of this material in which Miguel has exhausted, I won't say exhausted, but he spent a lot, has spent a lot of time, invested a lot of time in interviewing individuals who feel themselves to have had multiple contact experiences, as well as the possibility of their, some of these people being ET human hybrids or non-human slash human hybrids. It's deep. I have a feeling it's not too deep for my audience because after all, I think that's probably why you tune into higher journeys because we're, <laughs> we're going down those rabbit holes, going up those rabbit holes. Um, but nonetheless, this is what he is involved with. And uh, I think as he's going through the process of researching it and getting ever deeper into the uh, multi-dimensions of hearing other experiencers talk about their encounters, he's realizing he too has had what I would probably call a spiritual awakening. Now, you know, again, look, we tend to get into trouble when we start slapping labels on things that are just way too big to to slap labels on. So again, spiritual awakening, ET contact, kundalini experiences, uh, enlightenment. uh, Are they separate little things (laughs) or experiences? I'm using the word experience a lot because that's what they are. Are they separate or connected? Well, I happen to think they're very much connected. One of the things that I I found and find striking as I both read, for instance, Miguel's material and speak directly with experiencers of uh, non-human intelligence, is what I again like to say, is that they articulate a sense of positive life transformation 
feeling different about themselves and others, the world, possibilities. Love becomes a central focus um, and such things. I think completely altruism, obviously, the, a sense of service to others versus service to self. We've heard this before, not to be taken lightly. I think that's powerful. These are people that I'm talking to, uh, overwhelmingly so, that have had uh, ET contact. But guess what? In talking to those that have had a variety of what we call spiritual awakenings, I called mine, by the way, an energy breakthrough when it happened to me. It just came to me as it, as it happened because it was so powerful, an energy breakthrough. Fundamentally, could they be the same thing? Could it be that ET contact and spiritual awakening are connected once again? Now, I'm not here today to come to a conclusion because I think it would take a lifetime and maybe multiple lifetimes to to determine whether that's the case. Let me give you an example of, of this. And I think this is an important question to ask at this time. And the reason why I think it's important is because so many people are having a combination of a variety of spiritual awakenings, as well as reported contact with non-human intelligence. Notice I'm interchanging ET and non-human intelligence um, a lot, or sort of uh, interrelating them. But I do think it's important because I know that I'm hearing from you. I'm getting emails and uh, a variety of messages from you who are thanking me for bringing up this subject in a very serious context and continuing to explore this, whatever is happening to individuals, I am certain it is not going away. I am fairly certain that it's not going to decline, but rather uh, grow. Why? Why now? I wonder. But that that's, again, something for another time. And again, as I said, I'm going to be looking into this a bit more. I, I, I want to hear from you, by the way, those of you that are listening that feel that you've had either uh, what you feel to be an ET contact experience and or a spiritual awakening experience or experiences, plural, as mine was, I'd love to hear your story. So just by the way, reach out to me on uh, higherjourneys.com and email me and let me know, particularly uh, with the research that I'm doing and looking at the uptick of spiritual awakenings in individuals. I definitely want to hear if it's happened to you, how it's happening and how you're coping. But uh, trying to stay uh, tight to what we're trying to trying to look at here. And again, this is just something to put out to you to contemplate. I'll say this, not all spiritual awakenings mean that you've had contact with non-human intelligence. And not all contact experiences necessarily mean that you've been spiritually awakened. And yet, the commonalities, the, the feelings that people are reporting that they're left with, whether they had a spiritual awakening or a contact experience, uh, are definitely can, are definitely similar. Now look, there are obviously cases and documented cases, quite a few of them, of people that feel to have had contact, and they were completely frightening, and did nothing but destroy their lives rather than uh, help to evolve their lives. So 
I can't speak, obviously, for everyone, but I know that I am hearing repeatedly some of the most incredible um, descriptions of contact encounters and a sense of connectedness with the the, the non-human intelligence going back lifetimes, coming back from being taken on craft, as they uh, describe it, or in some cases being taken to other worlds, other stars, and coming back and having an absolutely 180 degree shift or turn in their understanding about self, about others, the need to love, the need to spiritually expand. Um, It's just amazing to me. But again, I'm going to reemphasize those that have talked about what some term kundalini awakenings, not all, but many, or spontaneous awakenings describe many of these same attributes. It's interesting. Let me read a, well, not read, but I I just want to make mention of Miguel's book again. By the way, Being with the Beings. Let me get the subtitle. The book is called Being with the Beings, The How and Why of ET Contact. I definitely recommend this book. This is the book, again, that I just recently interviewed Miguel on, and uh, he goes into excruciating detail, again, interviewing those that have had contact experiences. And much of what these people reveal is what we're talking about right here, very similar to a spiritual awakening. Are they one and the same? But in his book, he talks about what he calls passive contact versus, I, I suppose, active contact. He calls it passive contact, of which he includes uh, experiences like psychic sensing, dreams, and synchronistic experiences, including seeing numbers and numbers and patterns like repeated numbers or 1111, 1234, etc. And he intimates that all are pointing, even though they're considered passive, pointing to some form of contact. Now, when you think of um, sort of a heightened psychic sense, which I have also heard personally from individuals personally that have said, Alexis, my psychic sense is going up, my intuitive sense is going up, I'm having more synchronicities. Could these people be having contact experiences and not aware of the actual contact, but are left with these abilities, if you will, or a a, a high um, level of sensitivity toward these things. I think it's fascinating. I also want to bring up another individual uh, named Ray Hernandez. You you all have may have heard uh, of him. Um, I have had him on the show, oh, I believe two times. He is uh, one of the co-founders of the Dr. Edgar Mitchell. Um, It's free. And I always get that because the name is so long. It's the Dr. Edgar Mitchell Research. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe Research into Extraterrestrial Encounters. Now, I'm going to get this right because we got to get it right. The Dr. Edgar Mitchell Foundation for Research into Extraterrestrial Encounters. And that's why they had to shorten that up to free. We're talking about free. Ray Hernandez, co-founder. He is an experiencer, a researcher. And uh, deep into really kind of uncovering the the matrix of contact experiences and how they're intertwined with other transformational events, like near-death experiences and out-of-body experiences. Uh, there is something uncannily um, and fundamentally 
um, leaving clues for us. All of these experiences, I, I again, I think there, there, there are, I suppose we have to be somewhat careful because there are distinctions, no doubt. In fact, I would dare say that everyone is everyone's experience, regardless of what the entry point is, is their own experiences. And it's not there's, there's no one size fits all. And yet, the common threads and some of the things that people are left with, whether it be a contact experience or a spiritual awakening, are similar or the same. Fascinating. I will tell you that when I had my what I called energy breakthrough in 2005, folks, I um, I have to tell you, this is, uh, we're going on 12 years that this happened. It seems like yesterday. And I am still and probably forever will be trying to unravel what that was. Ray feels that it was a contact experience, although I have no conscious recollection of any uh, interaction with any form of intelligent. Well, obviously, there was some interaction, there, there was some interaction with some form of intelligence, I'm going to take that back. But in terms of the classic, oh, earmarks for uh, ET contact, I, I can't say that that's the case. And yet, in subsequent years, now that I've had more than a decade to reflect on the uh, reflect on how big, how profound, how intricate this experience was, I have to ask myself the question, was this indeed a contact experience? Was it? I don't know. And I don't know that I'll ever be able to tell you. And yet, you know, I'm thinking of somebody else that Miguel brought up in our interview. I believe his name is Bill Brooks. Interesting. Same last name as mine. And he wrote the book 44, 44, along with a woman named Joanne. I cannot think of her last name, but I uh, can certainly find it and link it. The reason why I bring them up is because they co-authored a book that documents Bill's story and how he had a spontaneous recollection of a multitude of contact experiences at the age of 44, hence the name of the book. So I bring that up at this point to say, you know, a lot of us are having a variety of experiences. And I'm going to bring in somebody else, Mary Rodwell, who uses often the term screen memory, that is putting a screen or a, a, a certain image or recollection as a screen to sort of put a veil in front of the experience because the individual may not be able to handle the the truth of what the experience was um, or is. Um, but it seems also, as in the case of Bill Brooks, that the screen can come off at any time, the veil can disappear at any time, and you will, in fact, find out what was going on. So for those of you that have had spiritual awakenings, like myself, might we have been having contact experiences? And we don't know yet. I hope I'm not sounding like I'm going around in circles, because I'm kind of sounding like that to myself, because it's, I'm not coming to you today to present a case and evidence for, although I like to think that some of the things that we touched on briefly may intimate that there is a link. Maybe they are one in the same or aspects of it. 
So again, I hope I'm not sounding like I'm going in circles because I think I'm, I'm kind of reiterating the same thing over and over again. But I do think this is something worth delving into. And I'm going to delve into it. I'm going to dig this up, man. Because <laughs> this is this is heavy. You know, I'm hearing what's what drove me to ha- want to have this conversation with you today is after I did my show with Miguel, I put a call out to the audience of the, the, the long form Higher Journeys show to email me, Facebook me, uh, whatever, message me, and let me know if they have had what they feel to be contact experiences. And I have to tell you, y'all been coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> well, I, I've uh, taken notice here, a, quite a few of you have reached out to me and said, oh, oh, I have and I want to talk about it, which I think is great. And by the way, we are going to dedicate a show and have a few of our listeners on that Uh, feel themselves to be experiencers to talk about it. Bottom line is contact experience, spiritual awakening. It is happening in excess. I'm convinced of it. And I'm going to be dedicating a great deal of time to probing this a bit more because I have a feeling this is integral to our next phase as a species. This need not be ignored nor denied. So with that said, I encourage you to do, we have a few action steps here. I absolutely encourage you to listen to my show with Miguel. I will have a link directly to the show from this podcast, Uh, his book, Being with the Beings. I will also link directly to where you can pick that book up. He's just an extraordinary writer and an extraordinary individual, Uh, as well as a link to free. So you can learn more about the work they're doing, where they're capturing some incredible data on people that have had contact experiences with with uh, spiritual awakening hallmarks. So I'm certainly not the only person talking about this. It's, 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 uh, it's big stuff these days, and I think it's going to get bigger and bigger. So I'm going to leave you with that. And again, I hope I wasn't talking in circles. <laughs> oh, it's just... Um, As Miguel said, and as I often say, the more I think I learn, the more I realize how little I know. But I'll be damned. It's not going to stop me from looking. Keep looking with me. Let's keep journeying together. And as always, I thank you for joining me on the ride. I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, I'm Alexis Brooks. (music) 